Welcome to the Shock Your Potential podcast with your host, Michael Sherlock. We all have potential, but sometimes we need inspiration to get us to our peak performance. Whether you are starting out in your career, ready to move up the corporate ladder, or taking the leap into entrepreneurship, Michael's guests provide powerful tools and resources to shock your potential. Shock Your Potential is a global professional development training company committed to your unique journey. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and download our free Shock Your Potential app today. Listen in to today's expert. Thank you for joining me today on another episode of Shock Your Potential. I am, of course, your host, Michael Sherlock. I almost said your guest. Clearly, clearly I'm not quite awake yet. Haven't had enough coffee. And all month long, in thinking of those coffee terms, all of my guests are helping us to remain flexible no matter what happens this year. And my guest today has um, a great background that I think is going to be really well suited to this topic. So today joining me is Krista Grasso. She's a lean business consultant who's helped growing businesses achieve more by, I love this, doing less, which is so smart. Sometimes we work a lot harder and not necessarily smarter. And she does this through a combination of strategic planning and lean business practices. She's known as the business optimizer. And she has the ability to cut quickly through the noise and focus on optimizing the core things that will make the biggest impact. Something I've been working several months on making sure I can do as well. I'm going to eat up every piece of advice she's got. And her whole focus is to help grow and scale businesses. She's also, there's a loud noise on there. I better turn that down. She's also the at created the Lean Out Method and the 90-Day Lean Out Planner. So Krista, thank you so much for joining me today. Michael, thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here and to dig into today's topic. I can't wait as well. And now I hit the highlights on your bio, but I know you can always tell us much more about you. So tell us a little bit about you, your business, and how you help people and their businesses to shock their potential. Yeah, absolutely. So as you mentioned, right, I help people achieve more by doing less. And the core thing there that I see so many business owners do is they aren't really clear on the things that matter most in their business. And as a result, they end up working really, really hard, but not moving um, either as quickly um, or, you know, they just, they're not getting where they want to go in the way that they want to get there because they're just doing too many things and spending a lot of time on things that don't actually matter. And so I really help people get that clarity on what are those things that are the most important to you? Where should you be focusing? Um, and then once you know where to focus, how can you work in a way that makes you really effective and efficient so that you're really optimizing the time that you're working and the energy and money that you're investing in your business? So for me, this is just a personal passion. I absolutely love everything about lean. I love everything about strategic planning and being able to kind of blend the two of those together. I feel like I'm able to give people a way to have a lot of freedom and flexibility and how they plan and approach their business, but give them the systems and structure to really make it really simple for them. You know, I, I love what you say, and I want to know a little bit more about why you're passionate about this. So we'll get into that as well. But one of the things that I've always told other people um, and try to practice myself, but even this morning, as I sat down, I, I said these words to myself today. I'm like, Sherlock. So, you know, when I call myself Sherlock, that means, that means I'm in trouble in some way. I'm like, Sherlock, the last few days, maybe even weeks, you've been working too hard in your business and not hard enough 
on your business. And I know that for me, that's a real big challenge because I can get caught up in the projects and the work. And certainly there's things that I need to do to work in my business, but at critical times, you know, the beginning of a new year, you know, right before, well, once a quarter, I mean, for me, once a quarter, I need to take time out to work on my business or else all I'm doing is, is a hamster on a wheel, which I know is something that you talk talk about a lot as well. But, you know, when you face people, you know, like me, what, what are you seeing with people in terms of being able to get that distance to work on your business and not in your business instead of continuing on the hamster wheel? Yeah. I mean, I think the most critical thing is what happens is people end up in firefighting mode, right? They've got this really long to-do list. They feel a lot of pressure that Mm -hmm. there's so much that needs to be done. And they're being very reactive because they feel pulled in a lot of different directions, whether it's by their team or their customers, or just responding to different things that they're hearing in the world, right? In, you know, in, in the different things that they're leveraging in their business. And so people end up more reactive instead of proactive. And to me, that's where that strategic planning comes in with that clarity on what is important because you need space in your schedule to work on your business, right? If you're constantly overworked and overwhelmed by nature, you get stuck working in your business because you always have a to-do list that's longer Mm -hmm. than the hours you have available. And so Mm -hmm. you just have to bite the bullet sometimes and say, you know what, for the next day, for the next four hours, whatever time you're able to carve out a big focus block, say, I need to really get clear on what matters. Um, And getting that clarity is going to that time investment in doing that activity is going to save so many hours per week and give you the space you need to do your 90 day planning, to do your annual planning, to look every 30 days and check in and say, am I actually taking the right actions that are getting me towards my goals and the outcomes that I want to achieve and do that kind of just in time adjusting so that you're really actually achieving the results that you want. So tell me a little bit about your planner, because I know you have what you call the lean out method and you have this 90 day lean out planner. What is that? And how, do, how, do, how would that help someone, for instance, like me? Oh, look, she's even got it right there visually. And it's very, I love the color of it. Obviously, I like colorful things. So tell, <laughs> tell me a little bit about it. Yeah. So one of the things is, you know, I've been working with businesses for about 20 years and the people that I work with get a ton of results, but getting time to work with me, sometimes there's a multi-year waiting list to work with me just because I have so, you know, I'm kind of in demand in a certain industry, right? I'm now Mm -hmm. broaching into a different industry that's different. Um, But that being said, I really thought about this and I was like, the clients that I work with, whether they're these big, huge fortune 50 clients or whether they're solopreneurs um, and independent business owners, either way, I'm teaching them the same things. I'm giving them the exact same techniques that they're using to make these really big leaps in their business and to get Mm -hmm. time back in their day. I want to create something that makes this more accessible to people so other people can leverage it without always having to wait to work with me. Um, Mm -hmm. And so that was kind of where the planner was born was I knew if I help people with strategic planning and I do it in 90 day segments that fits itself really well to a planner. Um, Mm -hmm. And again, I've done these things across uh, multiple industries, multiple business sizes, and they're highly applicable no matter what type of business you have. And so it just made so much sense to me to put the planner out there and to get the method and the approach into more people's hands. So that was ultimately my motivation Mm -hmm. and driver for doing it. I think that's great. Um, you know, it's been really interesting. I've, I've owned businesses myself several different times and some of them were successful. Some of them, you know, were not 
didn't turn out the way I wanted him to. And I've also held really um, high level corporate positions where you've got, you know, you're dealing with hundreds of millions of dollars and hundreds of employees. What I'm finding is within my business now, especially with the pivot I made uh, in 2020 because of everything that happened with uh, lovely COVID is that now that I have so many multiple uh, components to my business that um, I, like I told you this morning, sometimes can get very distracted. Like I can get distracted on the podcast and I, I finally got smart and I, you know, I tape in batches for the podcast. So it's not just coming here and there. And I, and, you know, so I have an app and so working on the app has to happen in batches. And I have these things where time-wise I've planned it out. But one of the things I'm really noticing about myself is that I'm having trouble looking at all the those individual components, all those revenue sources at once from a large business perspective and being able to do it. And I've done planners where it allows you to work on one thing. You know, like I worked on this great planner several years ago, which was a hundred days to your next big goal, you know, which was to me at that time launching the podcast. But then that was great. It kept me focused on that task, but then, you know, nothing, the other things of the business didn't get the same attention. Do you find that people, whether they're biz, big businesses or small, have the same struggle? Am I the only crazy person dealing with this? No, it's really common. And it's, you have to, I think what, one of the things that I always recommend people do, right? I always recommend people start with vision and then set goals, but I'm very mm -hmm. big on doing it holistically. And mm -hmm. as much as I think you want one overarching goal to be focused on for a 90 day period, it is good to have that laser focus on something. It doesn't mean you can ignore everything else. And so you mm -hmm. do need to do that really holistic look at things when you're doing your planning. And I recommend you set a goal, you set sales and growth targets. You're really mm -hmm. looking very holistically to say, here's where I'm going to focus my efforts, but here's the other things that I need to keep doing so that, you know, I'm keeping the lights on in my business. I'm able to grow and transform my business in the way that I want to. I'm able to serve my customers in the way that I want to. And so you do really need that holistic look, even if you're putting 80% of your focus on that one big goal for the, the 90 day period. Mm -hmm. Well, and I was thinking, so my, my audience is a really interesting mix. So probably about 80% of my audience is in sales and sales management in some way. And a lot of them are in retail environments, not everybody. And the other 20% are kind of made up of entrepreneurs. They're, they're small. Uh, they are um, CEO level execs of, you know, mid to large companies, a lot of media people. So I have a really interesting mix. But what I know um, is something uh, similar across the board is that all of them are trying to, if it's not grow their business, it's grow their career. You know, it's growing something. And there's so many facets of trying to grow. I think this is really applicable to all of them. And by the way, a lot of the people who are um, in the sales leadership positions are either part-time entrepreneurs, or, you know, they have aspirations of becoming entrepreneurs. And so I think it's great to think about how do you really strategically say, I'm either going to grow my business. I'm going to grow my career. I'm going to grow things that take a responsibility for me to think about lots of things at once. You know, if you're sitting down with somebody for the first time, how do you get them? Like, what are some of the questions you ask them to help them identify what they need to do next? Yeah, honestly, it always starts with vision, but I'm all about a next level vision. And to me, there's three facets to your next level vision. And I see a lot of people not include the third facet, which I think is so incredibly important. So A, you need to see, what do you see for the future state of your business? What do you want to be known for? What are the results that you want to be getting for people? What is the business model that you're really interested in doing? Not the one you think you need to do, but the one that you actually want to do. Um, and so I go through with people and say, okay, let's 
let's talk about the business. Then we look at the person and the person's lifestyle, and we make sure that the two match and quite often they don't. And so where do you mm -hmm. see for yourself? What type of role do you want to do? What is your kind of zone of genius work? And what do you want to be doing in the company? What is the team that's surrounding you look like if you envision having a team? And so we go through and look at that. And then the third piece, which is critical, is your customer. So who mm -hmm. is your customer? Who is your ideal customer? Who is that ideal customer in the future? How do they grow and evolve with your company? Are you always, for example, serving a certain niche of a market, like a startup market where you're constantly having to bring in new leads or do your customers grow and evolve with you and your offers need to grow and evolve with you? Um, mm -hmm. Even if you're serving that same um, market, are there things you can do to ascend and kind of have next level offers for those customers so they can stick with you? So we just kind of look at and paint this very holistic picture of what do you see in the future? And some people can't see further than like a year, right? That's as far as they can see. Some people have got the 30 year plan. It, whatever it is, is fine because I think our vision evolves as we grow and evolve. Um, mm -hmm. But we always start there because I think the nice thing about that is it gives you that clarity on sometimes it gives you the clarity on what's important, but it usually gives you the clarity on what's not important. You can really mm. quickly run things through the filter of does this align with the vision that I see for myself and my business and my customer? And if it's a no, you know, that's something that you could eliminate off your plate. And so we mm. always start there. And then the next yeah. logical question is, okay, what's the biggest, most impactful thing that we can do next in the next 90 days that's going to start to make that a reality? So if somebody ah. does set that 30-year vision, we break it down to a one-year vision and we'd say, okay, for 2021, what is this really looking like, right? Like if we're talking January 1st, 2022, and we're having a conversation and you're telling me this is the best year I've ever had in my business, in my life, mm -hmm. why, what made it that way? What needed to happen to, to make that, you know, a reality. And so we kind of go through that activity and then look at the next 90 days. What's the most important thing that you can do that takes you closer to that. I love that. That's really, that's a really great way to look at it, especially asking yourself a year from now, if I could say this was the best year ever, what, why, why was that? And not just because, Hey, we made more money or we hit goals or whatever. It's because of whatever program or whatever investment we made that had this kind of ROI. So yeah, very, being very clear about what you're trying to achieve. And I like that too, about telling you what things you can take off your take off your list. And it's interesting, um, as you were talking about, um, the people that are, you're surrounded with, you know, who's, who's a part of your team and why are they a part of your team? And I'm constantly asking me that question, uh, asking myself that question with my team, because my team is growing. Um, they're all virtual, <clears throat> excuse me. I mean, lots of people are virtual now these days anyway, but, um, it's, it's constantly a question. Do I have the right people in the right positions doing the right things? And sometimes you have to make tough choices with that. You know, you can like mm -hmm. somebody, but if they are not aligned to getting you to where you need to go, then you can't let that sense of, I like them get in the way of, I don't need them. In fact, maybe by keeping them, maybe they're really holding me back from the next level. 
Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And, you know, you had mentioned earlier about how do you stay flexible? And I think Mm -hmm. one of that gets right back to what you were just saying, and it's focusing on the outcomes instead of the actions. And Mm -hmm. if you have a person who maybe they will check all the boxes and do all the things, but they're not actually getting you the outcomes and the results that you need, that's something where you really have to evaluate that and say, are they really the right fit for my company? Do I need to maybe work with them and mentor them or give them more training if they are? Um, but if not, a lot of times that's usually a red flag that somebody's going through, they're doing the things like at the end of the week, they're like, mm-hmm. yep, did that, did that, did that, but you're not that's actually good. seeing anything happening. You're not getting the results that you wanted. Very good. Yeah. I always say you need to have, like I said, you need to have the right people in the right positions doing the right things. And if you have the right person, then it's your job as a leader to make sure they're in the right position and they're doing the right things. Meaning have you trained them well enough? Do you have them the right job function? You know, are you doing the right things to nurture them? But at the end of the day, if you don't have the right person, meaning they're not producing, and I haven't ever used that verbiage, but I really like that. They're not producing the outcomes that you want or you need, and you have tried to change or train or, you know, guide them, then it, then you have to say, this is not the right person. Doesn't mean they're not a good person, but this is not the right person for what I'm trying to achieve because outcomes are the maker or breaker of business. I Mm -hmm. absolutely agree. We hope that you are enjoying this episode of shock your potential. We're going to take a moment now to hear from our sponsor. Have you ever considered hiring a virtual assistant, but didn't know where to start? Let Kukua Biz help. Kukua Biz matches talented professionals from Kenya with small businesses around the globe. Affordable weekly rates allow you to have a dedicated full-time staff member to help you with anything from administrative tasks, social media management, public relations, and more. Go to kukuabiz.com today for more information or email info at kukuabiz.com. Kukua Biz. That's K-U-K-U-A-B-I-Z dot com. And I love that as, as your concept of being flexible. So, you know, that's, it just is a great, you know, ride into the, the theme of the month is, you know, I think we all start every new year thinking, you know, we move that calendar over and yay, it's a fresh start. I know it's not truly, but you know, mentally, Um, it's a realignment, you know, it's a resetting of the books, you know, the financials, all those things. But I think more than ever, we know from last year that we have to be prepared for anything because we don't know what's going to happen. I mean, we never really did, but we all had a false sense of security for a long time. So other, you know, what else are your thoughts and suggestions for helping people say, okay, no matter what faces my business this year, I'm going to remain you know, mentally nimble enough to be able to handle it and not only survive it, but maybe even thrive through this. Yeah, absolutely. And so, right, I help people with strategic planning. And so when everything happened with COVID, one of the first, like number one questions I would get asked by people is, we have no idea what's going to happen. How could I do planning? And I think that in times of uncertainty, it's actually more important that you do planning. Um, But it's a different type of planning. And so when I started my career, you know, 20 plus years ago, I was in project management. 
And it was more of that traditional project management style where you very predictably needed to know every last detail and everything that was going to happen and how it was going to happen on what day it was going to happen really far in advance, right? And that never really set quite right with me. And over the years, I moved to working in more of an agile way where you're more adaptive and you do things in short little iterations and you mm-hmm. learn and you figure out what's, what's working and what's not and you pivot as you need to. And that made so much more sense to me. And I think that that is honestly the key in planning. And that's what I tried to do with the lean strategic planning and pulling that all together is you need your vision. You need your roadmap. You need to know where you want to go. You need to know what's important and why it's important, but you need to be really flexible on the actions. When I'm Mm -hmm. talking about planning and it being important, it's not the specifics. It's not the detail. It's not on Thursday at 10 a.m. six months from now, (laughs) I'm going to be right. (laughs) It's knowing that for the next 90 days, this is the number one outcome that I want to achieve for this 90 days, right? This is my overarching goal. I may be flexible in how I'm going to get there. I'm going to even be flexible if my goal needs to shift because of things that happen. But I know Mm -hmm. directionally where I want to go and what going to make this year a success. And, you know, a big part of my business model was in-person retreats. Needless to say, I had to change my whole business model Mm. in 2020, (laughs) but I still achieved all Uh my goals. The how I did it was very different, but the what and the why was the same. The transformation I was trying to get for my clients, you know, the results that I wanted to get for my business, I was really clear and focused on those. And so I looked at how can I pivot? What can I do? I'm clearly not going to have a retreat in January. Maybe I'll do one in June. Maybe I'll do one in September. Maybe I won't do one until 2022 at this point, right? Keep <laughs> shifting as we learn more. Um, exactly. But it's, yeah, it's just, you've got to be willing to be flexible and adaptable, but you still need that plan. You need to know what's important. You need to know why it's important. And as long as you stay committed to that, be super flexible on the how, and don't be afraid to pivot because the worst thing you could do is stay stubbornly stuck to doing something a particular way because you said you were going to and it not getting you the results. Absolutely. So true. I mean, I, I've told the story. I don't know how my listeners are probably getting so tired of the story, but before COVID hit 95% of my business income was me getting on an airplane, going to speak and train. And, you know, all of a sudden when planes stopped flying and, you know, and meetings got canceled, I I sat in the corner and sucked my thumb for about three days Went, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? And then, you know, then there was a, a, a reawakening of, well, that's not the only way to achieve my goal and my vision. In fact, I know there's other ways, you know, that I've wanted to do this, like creating an app where I went directly to the people, you know, if I spoke in front of a thousand people, you know, they loved it while I was there. How do I keep in touch with them? And I wanted to have an app that would follow them and and would evolve as they evolved as, and so, you know, I had the opportunity, but it was a real, you know, it went from being something that I wanted to do to something I had to do to salvage my business. And as I go into 2021, my, my um, you know, just thinking about my business and so many people I talk to is really trying to keep that mindset of, okay, well, that's great too, but that's not the only thing that you need. So how do you make sure that achieving your vision has as many opportunities to do that as possible, but not too many that it, it dilutes anyone. And I think that's the balance is this juggle of trying to be nimble, having planning, but really realizing to your point, I wrote it down and I underlined it and circled it is focusing on the outcomes 
not the actions. So I'm going to definitely be taking your words of advice very dearly today. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> what makes you so passionate about this, Krista? You know, it's funny. It's I technically have been doing some form of planning and have been doing lean since uh, the year 2000, right? So it's been a while. <laughs> um, but my mom would tell you, my parents would tell you that I've been planning since the day I was born. In other words, I've been bossing people around since the day I was born. <laughs> Um, but no, I just, for some reason to me, it's like a big puzzle. I love to be able to look and figure out what are all the different pieces given these different circumstances, constraints, whatever it is that's going to actually get me to the solution that I want as quickly and as efficiently and as effectively as possible. To me, it's just this big puzzle. And I find just such great personal like fulfillment when I'm able to help um, either like a solopreneur or even a big fortune 50 client. I work with companies of all different sizes, but whether it's this massive transformation for an entire organization or a really impactful thing that's being done in a business, I just find such satisfaction in helping them figure out all the different pieces of the puzzle that come together um, that actually get them the result that they want. I love it. I absolutely love it. And I think you you have incredible advice for people, like I said, no matter whether they're entrepreneurs, um, business, you know, working within a company, working on their career and development, it's about knowing, you know, that puzzle is the desired outcome, right? Mm -hmm. And so then you've got to figure out, you know, what your framework is and start to put all the pieces in the right place so that you can actually not only know it, see it in your head, but you can see it in front of you. Mm, I just came up with a great analogy. I love your, <laughs> I like it. I love it. <laughs> Krista, this is great. Um, and I know we'll have all of your contact information on our show notes, but just in case somebody wants to look you up right now, especially when they want to find uh, your book and your planner, what's the best way for them to find you? Yeah, you can find me at leanoutmethod.com. And from there, you can get the planner, join the Facebook group. There's all sorts of different things, but leanoutmethod.com is the place to be. Excellent. Well, before we go, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers? Yeah. One of the things that I say all the time is you don't actually need more time. You need to lean out your business. And so if you're in that place where you feel like if I just had more time, and I think many of us feel that way, especially in the early days, I know I did, um, you really just want to get that clarity on what is actually important and what is important right now in these 90 days. And you want to make sure that the things you're doing on a day-to-day -day basis actually support that long-term vision and the goals that you set for this 90 days and that you don't have a disconnect between the two. Because I frequently see a pretty big disconnect and the things people spend their time on aren't actually the things that are going to bring them where they want to go. And so just really get clear on what's important and don't be afraid to say no to and eliminate everything else. That's what leaning out is all about. And I think it's so incredibly important. And that is how you get the time back in your day for the things that are more important to you, you know, that are important to you outside of your business, as well as that time to work on your business. Oh, Krista, great advice. You've been an excellent guest. Thank you so much for being on our show. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com, including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more, how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees, and sales mixology, why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. Make sure to check out our Shock Your Potential app 
on-demand professional training resources to help you excel in your career. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.